Welcome, ghouls and ghosts, and also this is uh, mid-November, so you guys <laughs> probably are over all the Halloween stuff, uh, but whatever your spooky pronouns were, that's what I'm addressing you as today. Mm-hmm. Today, to continue the spooky bands we've been talking about the past month or so. <laughs> spooky bands were supposed to come out in October. October, not be recorded in October. Like Creeper and uh, Illudium and uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> Pink Floyd. <laughs> and uh, today we cap it off with, ooh, they're scary if uh, you're my grandma and also still alive. <laughs> they're scary if you think, all they do is talk fast. Uh, something I believe I remember my dad saying when I was like six years old. Nice, nice. Don't know who he could have been referring to. Probably MC <laughs> Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fastest rapper of all. <laughs> great music to dance to, as we know. Yeah. Yes. Great music to walk out on your side. <laughs> um, yeah, but here's the thing. like, If you're going to walk out, like, do it all the way. Yeah. Don't just go yeah, to the bedroom. On. Don't just go to the other room. <laughs> Start that car, bitch. <laughs> Finish something you started, Dad. <laughs> Neglecting me. It's <laughs> the thing about my family. Does everything halfway. So don't they? Who are we yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. We are talking about Atlanta, New York, supergroup, hip-hop duo, Run the Jewels. Uh, Danny, before we before we get to run the Running jewels, the jewels. Uh, oh, he, here's how we make grandmas like it: uh, run the bejeweled app. Ooh, ooh! <laughs> wow! Now we just marketed this to a whole new demographic. Yep. The um, jewels are pearls. Grandma's pearls. Grandma's pearls. Uh, Danny, today is Halloween. Yes, it is. Happy Halloween, Dante. Yeah, happy what are you going to dress up as? I think I likely have to change out of these pajamas at some point today because uh, I have to go to campus and do some film work. Some film work? Some film work. Are you starring in a volleyball-themed movie? <laughs> yeah. This whole season, we haven't been practicing at all. We've just been <laughs> writing and rehearsing yes. uh, a movie that centers around, around the coach. So basically, so, it's like I'm writer, director, star. Like two of the players get like minor speaking roles, and everybody else mm-hmm, is a key mm-hmm. grip. <laughs> um, what? So we just uh, had a cameo from one of your children. Mm-hmm. Are they excited about today? <clears throat> they are. They're very excited about today. Did I send you a picture of Hans' costume? I thought I did, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I sent it to somebody else. It was like mm. a week ago. Mm. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. he's very excited about it. Hold on. Okay. No, that's that's me at a pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. That's a, a dude in face paint talking about and keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is, is that? What is that? It's it's nothing. It's like that's creepy. We, we went to Spirit and looked around at all the costumes, and he saw this one that's just like a skin tight black suit from head to toe 
with a little mask that goes over his eyes that has lights on it that light up red. And it's the pretty good. Are, fingers are like long. Yeah, that's good. Just like general creepiness. Yeah, it's super fucking creepy. But he's so excited to wear it, and he's like, put it on because it's just been sitting on the couch in the in the library for a couple days or for like a week. Um, in the library. Yeah. Yuck. Yep. <laughs> um, and he'll just like randomly run in the room, like f- fully decked out in his costume. Be like, look at me, I'm fucking creepy. <laughs> Stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Lassa's going to be a skeleton, and they're very excited. Very cool. We're going to the Fab 40s. Yeah. We get some full size candy bars. And not chocolate, though. Han doesn't like chocolate. Is he like a sour gummy kid? He likes all things gummy. And, you know, it, he likes every kind of candy except for chocolate. But that's like, he doesn't like 80% of candy. Exactly, yeah. That stinks, man. Yeah, he, it like makes him gag. That's so weird. Like, yep. it's it's like repulsive to him. It's repulsive to him. He w- Though he does drink uh, one type, there's a silk dark chocolate almond milk that he will drink. Weird. So, but like, if it's... An ice cream or cake? What about like a chocolate chip cookie? Nope. Wow. Repulsed. Repulsed. That's wild. Yeah. Is it like the uh, the like parsley thing? You know? Oh, maybe, maybe. Or, or it's that like kid thing where like you psych yourself out for like no good reason. Mm-hmm. D- does mm-hmm. he eat other brown foods? It could be like that at this point because he's definitely. He does that sometimes. Like a couple weeks ago, uh, we ordered falafel and he ate like four pieces of it. Just mm-hmm. little falafel balls. Yeah. Ate them up. Okay. Like, I like these. I was like, oh, thank fucking God. I can order falafel, my falafel sandwich that I get from this place over here, and I can order them falafel. And at least he will eat it. Lhasa doesn't eat it still. So. But uh, I ordered it yesterday or the day before. I put them on this little plate. You know I don't like those. Like no, you ate all of them. You ate them last time. No, I don't like. But I didn't like them. Like well, you ate all of them. What the fuck. So he ate half of one. I was like, just eat the whole one whole one, and you'll make me happy. (sighs) Kids. It's. Now, I mean, we do this with music sometimes where we will either sure. talk ourselves into liking something we don't really like mm-hmm. or talk ourselves into not liking something we probably would like if one of our friends forced us to listen to five of their songs over and over. <laughs> yeah. So make him eat five falafel <laughs> balls a day for a couple of yeah. weeks yeah. and see what, see what happens. If you don't like something, uh, if you, you eat something and you don't like it, you should try it, I think... Two or three times is the rule or something. I don't know if it's like a scientific rule or anything, but what I've heard. Oh, it's certainly not a scientific rule that's being no, enforced no, no. by anyone. Um, maybe in, maybe when your uh, super nanny state liberal government takes over, there will be that rule. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I can't wait. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you're supposed to try things like like two or three times before you can officially decide that you don't like something. Sure. But... I don't, I'm trying to remember if there's anything like that when I was a kid where I was just like, 
I don't like this, even though either I did or there was like, there was no good. I didn't like pizza when I was a kid for a few years. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. We would so like your pizza first pizza you I did would, not like. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't like pizza for years. And like we would go to, uh, for some reason, the, the go-to birthday spot when I was growing up was Lamp Post Pizza in South Sacramento. But we would go to Lamp Post Pizza and I would make my parents get me a McDonald's Happy Meal before we went to go get pizza. Wow. Yeah. That is what, turned when into did the you, exact opposite. If, if we had to go to <laughs> McDonald's for a birthday party, I would make my parents get me <laughs> pizza now. Right. My, your, <laughs> we have to get pizza for our forty-year-old son before we go to this birthday party. Yeah, who, who who's bir- is this year? One of this your is, friends is having a birthday party at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all, it was always family birthday parties. It was cousins and whatnot. So we're going to uh, my cousin's <laughs> my cousin's child's birthday at sure McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I tell my parents, well, I'll go, but you have to bring me pizza. <laughs> Walk into McDonald's with a whole pizza. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is for Danny. You stay away. <laughs> you know how Danny is about McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Just sitting in the ball pit with your like entire <laughs> pizza box sitting on top of the balls. <laughs> Just like throwing balls at kids that are coming over to the pizza. Yeah. No. Get away from my pizza. Picking up the box, holding it up like eight feet in the air because they can't get it. This is my little cheesers. <laughs> Do you remember dimple or uh, pizza parties and dimple? Or always little cheesers. Oh no, I, I don't remember that pizza no. parties at dimple. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I know I never felt good like physically in dimple because I I think I was constantly feeding myself tons and tons of lactose <laughs> without yeah, knowing yeah, yet yeah. I was lactose intolerant. Yeah. Did I tell the story on here about it was during spring break at Sac State? And so, like, I think we couldn't stay in the dorms and I was staying with a friend. And uh-huh. we had these, these like meal bucks or whatever that would be on your card for the cafeteria. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can also use it at this like student center to order like pizzas or whatever that they would bake there. Yeah. And so, like, at the end of the semester, or, or I guess right before spring break, had like a bunch of like excess things and I was like oh I'll buy a couple pizzas yeah okay take them with me <laughs> just left this pizza in the back seat of my car <laughs> and for a week for lunch while working like a full 40 hour work week at Dimple because yeah. I, I had the time yeah I would just walk out to my car in the parking lot <laughs> open up the box eat a couple of slices of pizza not once did it cross my mind <laughs> That it had to be refrigerated. It's not like I was like, ooh, I know I shouldn't do this. Or yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it never even fucking crossed my mind. <laughs> that you cannot just leave pizza out for like five days. Oh I, my God. So at, at one point I was, I mean, I probably on day one of it not being refrigerated, you can kind of get away with it. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll like leave a pizza out overnight and still eat some the next day. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But after that, no way. And I, I know I, I did this for f- five days. Oh, my God. And then I'm like just like farting around the buyback <laughs> counter, not knowing why I feel so awful. Like, man, what is going on? Why not even Dante keep bringing so many change of clothes to work with? 
Well, here's the thing. It's not even wondering why I don't feel bad. I don't know if it registered that I felt bad, that I wasn't supposed to feel that way. Yeah, you're like 19 years old. You don't fucking care. (laughs) Didn't know what it meant to be bloated, and like, so it wouldn't like (laughs) register if I was. Um, Just absolute, just terrible. Oh, that's... The, the most fucked up part of that story is uh, Sac State being like, uh, yeah, the place you live, you can't stay here for a week because it's spring break. Like, what the fuck is that about? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was the case. Um, or did you just get evicted and you didn't didn't realize? <laughs> that also could have been the case. I mean, I stayed there for my whole freshman year in Desmond Hall two two twelve. 206? I wonder if I the same, same thing happened to Amanda. I'm going to ask her. But, uh, oh yeah, what hall was she in, by the way? Uh, I want to know that as well. Wh- where is Amanda from? Modesto. Modesto, that's right. Yeah, so Sacramento was her closest saving grace. To get kind of same. Shit house. Same here. She has read the text message. <laughs> 40 She's minutes not, later. She has not responded yet. Danny, uh, yesterday I went to a pumpkin patch. Yeah? All by yourself? No, uh, with 16 of my closest 19-year-old friends. <laughs> oh, you went with the team, huh? It was a it was a team outing. Aww. So we didn't have a game yesterday. We had a game on Friday. We won. Our, our regular season's over, so we just had an off day, which was nice. And so it's like, all right, but let's still do something before they go out and probably get in trouble Saturday night. So I haven't gotten any like text messages from the dorm director or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. terrible happened. Very fucking nice pumpkin patches. Holy smokes, yeah. man! The one and picture I, I, you sent me looked looked pretty uh, looked pretty sweet. It's 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 a legitimate pumpkin patch. I didn't really do any pumpkin grazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it was pretty picked over at this point. Sure, sure. The pumpkins appeared to be pretty picked over <laughs> per my perception. Um, b- really big corn maze. They Every year they do a different design and they take like an aerial photo of it to show you like, you know, it's a picture of a, you know, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something. Yeah. Or it'll say something. Sure. They had, uh, there's a petting zoo. The pigs were fucking cool, man. Yeah. Did I send you any videos of the pigs? No. All I got was a picture of you holding coffee. That's right. <laughs> I, every fucking day, every picture. day I wear, I wear sweats and a hoodie that says my school's name on it or the mm-hmm. mascot on it. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I got to wear, uh, <clears throat> big boy pants. <laughs> I wore some, uh, I believe they were Levis. And uh, a a nice Irish sweater and a mm-hmm. nice fall jacket over it and, uh, with a beanie. Uh, and so I wanted to send a picture to my yeah. my, my favorite person. And then uh, then I also had to send it to my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm a yeah big pumpkin patch guy. I guess I mm-hmm. probably I, I wish uh, Shugay's girlfriend had come with. I know I'm surprised. I don't think she really wants to hang out with the team. And uh, eh. she had she had her own Halloween things going on. I'm gonna send you a pumpkin video because oh man you, you get good well first of all actually i'm going to send you another highlight of the of the trip i got to pet three cats Ooh, yeah not part of the petting zoo but they were just around <laughs> they were just and around. they were all they were all very friendly 
Oh. There was a bunch of dogs. I I pet one just because it was there, but I'm not yeah, seeking yeah. it out. <laughs> Comes. Oh, look at that cat. It looks all f- like feral. Yeah, you know that that poor girl has to be like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. Was such a sweetheart though. Uh, just wanted to be loved. You know, she's had to catch every meal she's ever eaten. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you can tell. <laughs> she's seen some shit. Yeah, this other nice sleek black cat. This other one. Yeah, that one was pretty young, pretty small. Mm-hmm. This other one is a, a glimpse into the first one's future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be forewarned. <laughs> You're gonna look like shit, but still be cuddly. Yeah. Yeah, nice brisk day. They sell coffee there, hot cocoa and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Llamas, goats, pigs, chickens. Who cares about chickens? I don't know why. I think the chickens are just there because it's also a running farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, man. I I love the fall. Fall is good. I was driving. Actually, before I I tell my little story, um, that is not very good or entertaining. Um, (laughs) Update from Amanda. Oh. Jenkins Hall, which okay. in her opinion was the best, if you ask her. Uh, she doesn't remember if she had to stay home on or wasn't allowed to stay there on spring break because, quote, that was hella years ago and I'm old. Okay. <laughs> which hall did you say you lived in again? Desmond. Dante uh, lived in Desmond Hall. Yesterday I was driving, I drove to the kids to Starbucks and to the library where my wife works, and it was very fall-like out, and so I listened to a band that we're talking about soon. I listened to the Get Up Kids, because mm. it's okay. very fall-like music, especially their older material, very fall. <clears throat> it was uh, just about a year ago that you gave me Empire, Oh which yeah, was very fall-emo. I had on my... Um, <laughs> On my time hop, I think yesterday, a screenshot of a text message you sent me of what to cut out of the propaganda episode. (laughs) Like time codes, like cut out this and this. Because you talked for a long time about like the national anthem being played at like all your games and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And you were like, you can cut out. It was a good like 10 or 15 minutes you wanted me to cut. Jesus Christ. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. I did. Uh, back when you were mildly involved in the edit- editing process. <laughs> now I, I realize my, my place is just to be just to be talent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're um, the talent. <laughs> I would say I'm the talent. <laughs> You're the talent uh, on the screen. I'm the talent behind the scenes. I I wouldn't I don't know that our pod has talent. <laughs> oh my god. The most impressive thing about our pod is that we've kept doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh another update from Amanda. You'll recall that I told her that Dante lived in Desmond Hall. Uh she replied, "Of course he did," with the eye roll emoji. What what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> what what is the reputation of Desmond Hall? <laughs> Uh, Dante would fuck like does that mean? to know. Oh, I'm to, I gotta, I'm gonna pull up a uh, this is what people, I mean, we have listener from probably our biggest listenership, if we can call it that, is probably in the Sacramento area. Oh, okay, all right, because uh, I'm pulling up a uh, a map 
mm-hmm. of Sac State because I'm trying to remember because I know there was like Sutter that was uh, like opposite the courtyard from me. What was the one right behind Desmond though? Let's see. Oh, Jenkins was right behind me. Okay, so mm-hmm. I've been in Jenkins. Then there was Draper, and there was the basketball courts back there, which we got kicked out of because we were playing too loudly too late, I guess. <laughs> then across was Sutter and Sierra. That's right. Those, were, I think, were the older ones. I think my dad was in Sutter. Oh, dad is an alum as well. What's yeah. the proper word to use there? Alum. Alum. Okay. Yeah. Alumnum. Alumnium. <laughs> Alumnus. The American River Courtyard, I believe that was constructed after I left. They got a bunch of new shit there. When you guys come to town, um, which, listening to the audience, Dante and Shuge's girlfriend are coming to Sacramento. Woo! And I cannot fucking wait. It's going to be fucking fun. We might have to do a couple nights in Sac. I, I was going to ask if you were going to, is it just going to be like an overnight? You're going to get here, sleep, and then leave as early as you possibly can? Or... You gotta stay. Gotta hang out. I I kind of want to hang out. I I really want to make this trip, um, like longer than she wants. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I think it'd be really fun to like go like walk through Midtown. Um, mm-hmm. may, maybe walk around the campus. I mean, it is a nice campus. It's changed a lot. It's but like we drove by a couple months ago. We drove through it, and Amanda was like, "What? What? All this stuff has changed." And blah. Cause she worked at the, she went to college there for a long time. Um, <laughs> years and years and years. A really long time. Um, <laughs> uh, and then she worked at the bookstore too. Like after she oh, was course. done graduating. Of course, of course she did. I roll emoji. Uh, also, I, I'm trying to remember the, I remember when I was there, the bookstore seemed pretty new. So I don't know if it would, mm. if it was like, there was a new bookstore constructed while I was there or, there was a new one when I got there. Maybe. I don't remember. Wait, so does uh does Amanda have a master's? She must, uh, right? she has two, yes. Her response to uh what is the reputation of Desmond Hall? Her response is simply the word white. <laughs> well, uh, I don't remember requesting Desmond <laughs> I don't remember writing a letter and being that being like, and uh, please keep in mind, I'm I'm mostly white. If I may ask, what what is is Amanda? Oh boy, <laughs> um, if you're asking about her uh, nationality or race, no, or her, her nationality would be American. You dumb shit. She's half mixture of white and uh, half Mexican. Okay, so she's double the Mexican I am, mm-hmm. and so I guess in somewhere between twenty five and fifty percent is the difference between Jenkins and Desmond Hall. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, Amanda's got a bunch of degrees. She's smart. How, how many years did she go there? So I'm, I'm assuming four for the bachelor's, she, and then yeah. one for each master's. She got a bachelor's and a master's in English literature and then she got a master's in library information science which is kind of bullshit um (laughs) what do you mean i'll have her on the pod sometime and she'll she'll 
go all on and on about how mm-hmm. having having to get a library a master's degree for to work at a library as a librarian is complete bullshit. Is it easy? Can I do it? Pretty much anyone can do it. Not a big book guy. Though. You gotta is have that, a, is that gonna matter. You gotta have a, a bachelor's. You have a bachelor's, right? I have a bachelor's. Okay, okay. So I don't know how, but I do. Okay. So you're you're halfway there, maybe even more. You gotta know, know how to I read. I have to do another five and a half years to get a <laughs> master's now. No, uh, it took it takes three years, I think. What? Did, uh, okay. Is it like a? Is it different than most masters? Because most masters, like if you're going full time, is a year. It's all online. You do it through. You, I mean, you could do it in a bunch of places, but she did it through San Jose State. Online. Oh, that was another school I visited. Yeah, I don't remember a thing about it. It's in San Jose. I bet you remember that. Mm, does that sound right? <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, to get a master's MLIS online at San Jose State University, two years, basically four semesters, I think, maybe five. But that last one, as you remember, was just the portfolio. Sorry, I can't do math. Well, she's not a math person. That's okay. She's big into words. She's a word expert. Yeah, yeah. A word Does she spurt. do crosswords? No. A word spurt? <laughs> yeah. It's like when you say something without thinking, oh, sorry, I had a word spurt. A word spurt. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you, you were talking about driving around like... Was I... Uh, that, you, I mean, were, that was the the beginning, middle, and end of my story. It was I, you were about to tell some story, then you're like, "Oh, before that, uh, Amanda responded about yeah, Desmond Hall." Or I, I drove to Starbucks and the library uh, with the kids and made them listen to Get Up Kids. And uh, I also decided I, I really don't like parking downtown anymore. I'm like, I've reached that age where I don't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> you used to go just to park. I used to go there just to park. Just the park. I don't like downtown anymore. I remember uh, meeting you downtown when you worked downtown. I remember that as well. And we went somewhere to eat. Did we go to Laboo? Where did we get food? We So it was in that like square mm-hmm. that was like what? Between like I and... It was right by the library. It was like 8th, eighth, eighth, ninth, 10th. Yeah. I want to say it was like 9th and 10th between... I and J, yeah, maybe? yeah. Right but by yeah, Caesar there's that park. Exactly, it's where that park is. And yeah, we went to some place on the north side of the park. I want to yeah. say. I remember you were wearing a suit, and I thought that was funny. It was funny. Yeah, and you said it was funny that I had that job. Yeah, you said dress for the job you want. <laughs> and that's all I remember from that day is you wearing a suit and saying <laughs> that you got to dress for the job you want. Assassin. Yep. <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> D- does Amanda do crosswords? No, she does not. Wow. So kind of a fake words person. <laughs> fake words part, yes. She likes to um, read words. She doesn't like to think about them. So let me tell you a horror story for Halloween. Ooh, okay. So, Friday night after our game... In my in the coach's offices, there's this little common area, and I notice on this table mm-hmm. there is a pair of earrings. Don't know how they got there, no note. So I take a picture, I send them to the team chat, mm-hmm. and I say, Hey, is this any of ours? Yeah. No response that night. 
Saturday morning, I'm doing crosswords on my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, just one, I should say. I'm doing a crossword. <laughs> You're doing like three at once. <laughs> like playing the chess prodigy that like goes around the room and plays a bunch of chess games. You're doing a bunch <laughs> <Yeah>. of crosswords. <laughs> but it's just me, yeah, with different open books. No one yep. else is in there. Yep. Then uh, there's a notification on the team chat. I open it, and it's one player that just says, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, whatever. So I go back to the crossword. I keep doing this crossword. Now, the theme of the crossword, has it's like these like riddle questions mm-hmm. for this one. Mm-hmm. So one question is like, uh, underwear for a judge, and it's legal briefs. Another one is underwear for a frisbee enthusiast, and the answer is disc jockeys. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the theme. So sure. I am, I am deep in this in this crossword, mm-hmm. and then I get that notification about someone claiming the the earrings. Mm-hmm. And but instead of responding in the team chat, I'm like, oh, I'll just text her directly because not everybody needs a notification about this if it's hers. And mind you, it's the morning. Sure. I have not had my coffee yet, and I'm a terrible bumper sticker. So I write to her, those your underwear? (laughs) (laughs) Like three seconds, not even, after I hit send... Everything inside of me twists, flips, rises and falls. It's too late to like try to throw on airplane mode and delete that before it sends. And so I just have to fucking wear it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I was doing this crossword where there was... These like I try to explain. I try to explain. No, let me tell. I do these sexy crosswords and <laughs> no. I send her a screenshot of like one of the clues that says you know underwear for a judge or whatever. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. Like I, I I wasn't thinking, and I just saw your thing, and I responded. And anyway, and then I'm like earrings. Those are your earrings. 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 I have never been like. <laughs> I would have rather have like sent my grandma a dick pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Saturday morning. Oh my god! Your coach texted you. Texted <laughs> you. Those your underwear? And then I see her later that day at the pumpkin patch <laughs> and I, I give her her earrings and like to again kind of and, and she, she she doesn't give me much, but she says like she says like, ha ha, don't worry, it happens or something like that. But I'm still like feeling fucking sick about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so at the pumpkin patch, I I like hold up her earrings and I'm like, hey, here are your earrings. <laughs> And, and she kind of like chuckles and like another player like next door starts laughing mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I'm like, why are you laughing? <laughs> why, why, why? And I like look back at the other girl. I'm like, why, why are you, why is she? And she's, and uh, I got the sense that, oh, she doesn't know like what happened. Uh-huh. 
But man, that was fucking brutal. Like, what a moron. What a goddamn idiot I am. Oh, my God. That's amazing, Dante. That's something... Scariest Halloween thing that could happen. That's something to tell your kids someday. I hopefully don't remember. <laughs> By the time I'm, I have kids and I'm Well, they'll listen 65. to this podcast. That's true. A, a running document of, I want to get to know Dad. <sighs> okay. Danny. Hi. Let's talk about hip-hop. Okay. Um, what What is your history with the genre been up until now? Not a lot. Especially as an adult. I. It's not a genre of music that I know a lot about. And so when I hear it, oftentimes it doesn't grab me the same way as most music I listen to with instruments and stuff does. Cause oftentimes it's not live instruments. Kind of my, I remember when I first heard the roots, uh, do you want more? I really liked that because it was live instrumentation and that really made me gravitate toward that. Same thing with, um, BC boys, ill communication, which is still one of my, one of my favorite albums of all fucking time because it's live instrumentation that grabs me a lot more. Uh, even with Run the Jewels, like watching the live stuff, just seeing two guys rapping and then a DJ behind them, it doesn't have the same draw to me as watching people play instruments does. I don't know why, but that's just me. So like, I like The Roots, a few albums by The Roots. I like uh, most of the stuff I've heard from Black Alicious. I like Saul Williams a lot. I don't know, a few others here and there, but like, I don't have a lot of history with hip hop. So... I don't know how this episode's going to go. <laughs> well, the the instrumentation thing is interesting because I think that was something like for me when I was a lot younger that like I also felt that like I just I didn't have an appreciation or maybe understanding and respect uh, enough respect for like the art of making beats and finding samples mm-hmm. and 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 all of that. And so I on the uh I can't remember what the fuck we called the episode, but the episode where we played like one-off songs that we knew by bands and like knew nothing else by them really. A personal one-hit wonders. Yes, 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 that. There was that Lupe Fiasco song. Yeah. And when that song first came out, I was like being all fucking stupid about Mm -hmm, them using mm -hmm. the float on sample Uh, and quickly got over that because that song rules. It does. It was a very good song. But... But still, not not at that, like, that was an appreciation for, like, that sample and that song, but it took me even longer to kind of wrap my head around the the culture of sampling, and mm-hmm. it's, it's like, having to, like, change my, my perspective from, you know, ripping off or yeah, yeah, yeah. it being easy to it being, like, these are, like, people who make beats know every song from every genre (laughs) for like the past 40 years or whatever um and so it's all like very respectful and often an homage Mm -hmm. um and also very creative like there's samples in some of these songs we're gonna get into here in a minute where it's like it is a one and a half second sample that is then you know looped or augmented in a very creative way and and so just kind of like getting past that you know yeah you know we were both raised kind of like listening to a lot of guitar music Mm -hmm. essentially 
And yeah, so so live instrumentation is obviously a something we were just like so used to. Yeah, yeah. I I do agree. Like, I I don't often see a lot of live rap that I think is like really really good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do, and it doesn't have to be live instrumentation. But like, yeah, I mean, when when you do have the band backing the MC, like that's kind of undeniable. Yeah. Where it's like. It's just so much easier to get engrossed in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it hurts it more for me live, but still like recorded tracks and yeah. well-produced tracks. I, I, I don't have a problem with the lack of live instrumentation. I, I should also add to my history with, with hip hop and stuff is uh, growing up when I was in elementary school, pretty much through, uh, through elementary school when I started listening to uh, my own radio station, quote unquote, I would listen to the hip hop station and I was really into like, I had no idea what they were singing about, but I, I liked, uh, Dr. Dre's the chronic a lot. I liked, uh, Snoop Dogg a lot and like all the R and B stuff that was boys to men, salt and pepper, yeah. all that kind of nineties stuff. I, I really, really enjoyed. And then once I discovered that I really liked rock music, I kind of pushed all that stuff aside. I remember thinking in my head, which is so fucking stupid, just like, Oh, the hip hop and, and RB and like 102.5, that was the station. That's that's juvenile music. It's immature. I'm gonna listen to this mature fucking NoFX song. Well, you were just you just didn't want to listen to juvenile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Once he came out, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I won't listen to juvenile. I won't listen to Kid Cuddy. Uh anything by babyface, way too immature for me. Um <laughs> Uh, and the other thing I was going to say is oftentimes with, with, uh, hip hop is I will really enjoy it when it's used in a movie as the soundtrack sure. and stuff like fucking, uh, the spider into the spider verse. Like that soundtrack is fucking amazing and it works really well in the movie out of that context though. Oftentimes it doesn't hit as hard. Like I noticed with these songs, uh, on the playlist, watching the videos, I, I enjoyed them a little bit more than just listening to the songs. And so I don't know what it is, what what the what the bar is for me to be able to like listen to a hip hop. Like I, Amanda listens to a lot more than I do. And like I've listened to a bunch of Kendrick Lamar stuff that thanks to her and I really enjoy his stuff. And I could sit down and listen to an album of his but certain stuff, I don't know that I can sit down and, and make it through a full album. I would need it to be like a song or, which is something I was going to ask you, or it would need to be like on a soundtrack in a movie that we're watching or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know you were a uh, Run the Jewels fan. Are they a full album band for you? Do you sit down? Do, I mean, not sit down, but like, do you put on a full album or are they like a, like a singles band for you? Or like, what's, what's the history there? Um, so not an album band, but not a singles band. They are a curate my own greatest hits yeah, yeah, yeah. band okay. where I, I will, I will listen to the full albums and be like, these are the four that I need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also it's kind of like what you were saying. It, it It's not just single songs, but maybe it's in smaller spurts where, yeah, you know, we talk about driving around during mm-hmm. fall and listening to our our cutesy little hipster music. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, something I was thinking about is 
and this isn't 100% accurate, but I would say, boy, because I, I know this at, at some level comes from a place of, you know, ignorance or inexperience mm-hmm. where someone not very familiar with the, you know, expansive nature of the rock genre could say something similar and it's and it not be true. And I feel like that's probably what I'm about to do with hip hop. But I feel like rap is kind of inherently kind of inherent it has an inherent like vulnerability and aggression Mm -hmm. behind it because it's typically i guess not in this band so maybe this isn't a great example (laughs) but it's typically one person and it's very very raw very autobiographical Mm -hmm. and it often comes from a place of like look at what i'm doing despite X, Y, and Z, overcoming that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's inherently an aggressive in a way where it's like, so like a band like Alcest, which we have to find a way to mm-hmm. shoehorn into the episode. Every time. Aggressive music sometimes, right? I mean, it's it's loud, distorted mm-hmm. guitars. Mm-hmm. There's even some, some like screaming style vocals at times. But it's also like... A sensitive person's music. <laughs> yes, yes. Right? 100%. And so what? what is the equivalent of that in hip-hop? Like, I I know there's, um, I mean, so, some artists that I used to listen to a lot were like, you said Black Alicious, right? Mm-hmm. Black Star, mm-hmm. Mos Def, Talib, um, MF Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to forget people and and feel bad uh, they're gonna text me and be upset yeah um, MF, mf doom is another example of every time i listen to him out of context of the boondocks mm-hmm. I, I just can't get into it as much like i understand that really? it, that it's good but like boy does it make the boondocks show like even better <laughs> mad villain mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 oh <laughs> anyway okay so yeah cut out the oh cut out the straining <laughs> shit um like I realize that's more like I, I don't know what what the term is, but it's like I, I don't want to say that sensitive rap mm-hmm. by any means, but it's like maybe more you know some of the stuff that leans more socially conscious or yeah, yeah. you know Mos Def who oh my gosh um, he now goes by um, Bay um, oh holy smokes I feel terrible. That was uh, on a crossword of mine recently, and I didn't know that. His his Yasin Bey. Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea. Anyway, all of that is to say, again, like metal, I think people think of rap as being sort of an aggressive style of music, or it's it's certainly well suited to that. Yeah. Um, but how how do you be the Alcest of rap? That's what I want to know. Mm. Because as I don't know, are, are there a lot of Oh, this is a very minor key rap. Probably. You know, I I would yeah. I, I assume yes, yeah. but I mean there certainly is. I mean, I can think of like not not slow jams, but like the like the softer the softer tracks, which we do not get in this playlist I gave you. Absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> we I went hard. Uh because RTJ goes hard. Okay, did you watch the Secret Metalheads video? I did watch that. What did you think? Pretty, kind of, I mean, pretty basic, like, 
you know, Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, uh, then bringing in like Rage. Obviously, they're friends with Zach De La Roca. So, T- talked about the Melvins. They did talk about the Melvins and doing mushrooms, which was, uh, which was cool. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Like, th- and that led me to some other videos, uh, which I sent you while you were sleeping. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't have time to watch that whole movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get it. His catchphrase. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> okay. I was going to mention that killer Mike was a big Bernie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you're just like, I don't give a shit. But what are you? Um, don't be mean, Dante. I'm not being mean. Um, how am I being mean? I'm the one who prepared. <laughs> I prepared. I prepared this morning. I sent you videos. I did not watch the NAR. I, I did watch the, uh, over under one you sent. I watched that, uh, yesterday, but uh-huh. I didn't watch the Nardwar one. Cause that, I know he fucking, he does his research. I just can't fucking watch that. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. Nardwar is a bit much sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to like him cause he's Canadian, but he mm-hmm. makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the first track. The first track, which, uh, Turned out to be the one I had the least notes about and then realized uh, I should have put a different song as the first track, potentially. Self-titled song off 2013 self-titled debut. Run the jewels. Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels off of Run the Jewels. This one was a no-brainer to me at the time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this has to be the first one. It's like, it's their introduction. Yeah. Right away, it's... I, I will play it for, for us, the listening audience. Okay, hold on one second. It. You can play it. I want you to play the beginning, but I want you to think about me without you before the vocals come in. Why can't, can, why can't I enjoy anything? Sure. In that secret metal heads, I believe it was Revolver? Yes. Is that right? Yes. Uh, in that video, LP, so mm-hmm. we should say Run the Jewels is half Killer Mike, half LP. LP says that he's always liked heavy music, mm-hmm. and he is, I, I think on every song, I believe he is the producer and mm-hmm. comes up with all the beats. Right away starts with, Starts heavy with that like big like buzzing bass line or whatever it is. This and this was 2013, so it's not super recent. But I mean, we were starting to get into like you know trap beats and that sort of mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. Um, right around that time. Maybe like more 14, 15 is when that really got big. But this is not that at all. This is like heavy sounding. 
it, it, it's too, I think, simple to say old school because it's, it, I, it just builds on a lot of old school hip hop stuff. But yeah, all these beats are like very, I'll just say for this one, it's like very full sounding where like to me, a lot of trap beats are very thin, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. This one sounds out of, out of all the songs sounds the fullest is far and away, what? far and away my favorite song. On the playlist. Fuck, this stinks. Uh, I'm glad you started the playlist with it because it was always a uh, a nice when it would start over. I was like, oh, there's that synth again. Th- this will if you if you listen to this playlist, and I I understand that you're never going to listen to Run the Jewels again. Uh, <laughs> if you did, this would not be your favorite song for much longer. I can't imagine. Okay, okay. Uh, I I like it a lot. It's and again, this comes back to the instrumentation thing. It has the most instrumentation on it. Like there's, it sounds like a synth is being played live. It's not just like samples putting together a beat and bass line and stuff like that. It's got some cool fucking stuff. The intro is great. It made me think of Me Without You like immediately. <laughs> and then at 115, this is, I'm assuming a sample, but it is run, used really well. Uh, the fucking organ that comes in. Anyway, I I love the organ there. I think it sounds fucking great, especially when it goes higher. The second time that comes around, it does that part. There's like a horn that's happening too. And it's great. The instrumentation or the samples used or whatever on this song are very very good. Um, let's see, I, I believe I looked this up. I will double check. I I thought I looked it up and there actually aren't samples on this song. That's just... Oh, uh, really? Oh, nope. I lied. Liar. Let's see. Contains samples of the, thong, the thong, <laughs> the song Thunderstorm by uh, Masayoshi Takanaka from... <laughs> 1981's The Rainbow Goblins, potentially. <laughs> I know this sounds all made up. <laughs> and that song is not available on Spotify, so I cannot Aww. play it. But it, let's see, that is the sample that plays. Oh, that's just the thing, the, the vocal part that plays at the very end about the goblins. Oh. So sense. I think all the music is just uh, created by LP okay, as okay. far as... As far as this says, that that part you just played too, it has that that like fast like bongo-y percussion part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna play that again real quick. What, what do you think that is? That percussion? Some sort of like bongos or those little you know those little like long drums that. You hit with the sticks, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, not not really, but maybe. Yeah. Um. But okay, so, so some some weirdo little drum. Yeah, yeah. It it reminds me of like 70s like spy or heist movies mm-hmm. or something. Oh yeah, 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 totally. 
it or like something that uh, Soderbergh would have stolen for Ocean's Eleven, like where you know, like that split screen and like one's getting bigger and one's getting smaller, and there's like that that percussion going on. Definitely something that would be in like Mitchell or something too. Yes. Oh, so good. So this is one of I don't know. I would say about half the songs on this playlist lean social, political, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the other half are just like, check out how badass we are. <laughs> yeah. And I would say this song leans towards the latter, mm-hmm. but like they always like sprinkle in like stuff about prisons and, and crime yeah, in, in yeah, a way yeah. that's like, part of it's like, hey, we're cool. Like uh, we're, we do crime, so we're cool. <laughs> but also like, Stop imprisoning people for uh, dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was another thing I want to talk to you about regarding rap is, like, you can't really not be a lyrics guy and uh, listen yeah, to hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. Dante, known lyrics guy, gives me the hip-hop yeah. group. But what, what I like about lyricists like Killer Mike and LP are that kind of like a good filmmaker or maybe a good author is they trust the audience. Mm -hmm. And so they're not like explaining all their references, you know, they're not like, they're not dumbing anything down. Mm -hmm. They trust you to figure it out. And maybe that appeals to like the crossword guy in me, (laughs) but it's, Oh, I, I, I have to listen to this a couple times and figure out first what he's saying and what that means or, oh, that's referring to something he said in, in earlier in the song or even something that was said in another song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like Arrested and, and Development. Then, that, yeah, no, well, that's a different rap group. <laughs> but I, I, I really like that that aspect of it is mm-hmm. almost kind of like a puzzle to where you stop and go, what is, oh, shit, okay, that's hard. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we'll get to some uh, more examples of that. Uh, later I mean I, I like that you like this but I'm bummed that it's your favorite because I, I think this is probably the weakest song on the playlist in my know. opinion no I fucking love it and I love the I love the little chip tune thing that happens at the end too so yeah that little Eight bit chip tuny sounding arpeggio deal. It's great. Yeah, it's love a little it. uh love it. A little drive or a little uh stranger things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Okay. Well, but that was supposed to just whet the appetite, but uh I think that was your the hardiest part of your meal. That's that was the hardiest part of my meal. Okay. Well, shall we move on to track two? Sure. Sure. All right. Track two off of 2014's self-titled album, mm-hmm. Lie, Cheat, Steal. Smoke from the Lucy Drift, hold it like a crucifix. Blow from the nose, I'm a dragon to a nose. Got an average of being excellent, the media just don't. Like the ratio of heroin, the laxative is sold. Authorities are spoken, a man in pure devotion. Get magnetized to the crime while the Falcons are murdered. Everybody's doing it. Everybody doing um, it. Danny, will you go ahead and do me a favor? Will you play 25, will you scrub up to 25 seconds and play sure that part will. of the song? 
spoken A man of the pure devotion Get magnetized to the ground While the falcons are murder closing I chose to go guano Y'all know kind of bad shit The bright lights are fuckery Stalking me automatic A teabag of piranha Teabag of piranha Tank So that is the Soul Searchers, Ashley's Roach Clip uh, from 1974, Salt of the Earth. That that little sample right there mm-hmm. is what uh, plays at 25 seconds there and then kind of throughout the song. Yeah. This is maybe the first Run the Jewels song I ever heard. Oh, okay. Uh, found it catchy immediately and was the song that made me go, I need to delve more into what these guys are doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you? Do you have any thoughts on the song, Danny? <laughs> um, the chorus is good. The verses didn't really do. Again, there's not. <sighs> I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I'm not good at things. Uh, the chorus is good on this. Uh, 209. I like the flow. And then it in, leads into a neat synthesizer. You've been given like who really won this? Like who really run that man and say he won this? Who, who really run that man and say he won this? Won, won, won this? Like who really fun this? Like who really fun? Who say he fun this? Like who in the world gonna tell Gustavo who to put on the you can't come list? Now don't be sitting. Who the fuck gonna bully me if I got a bill? If I got a bill and a bitch recording me, I'm like who can? And it kind of does it over. I think I prefer Killer Mike. I think all the uh, I don't have any like lyrical standouts. I don't think. But every time I, I talk about like the flow, it's usually Killer Mike. I think he's got I think he's got the better uh, the better voice. Uh, I I agree. I I point that out on a, another song, but it's his his like cadence is unreal. Mm-hmm. It's he has so much like just natural melody. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, who am I to say if it's natural? Maybe he works super hard on <laughs> m- making his voice melodic. I don't know, yeah. but it. When you talk about flow, it kind of seems natural. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his cadence is just like so unique and a- always catchy. His he's got that like Georgia like Southern accent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that like the, just a little bit of draw on yeah, some words that is so fucking cool. Yeah, um, I had a player from from Texas one time who had a little bit of killer Mike voice. <laughs> fucking, I loved it. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure she was stoked. I'm sure she yeah, was stoked yeah, yeah. To, to hear that. But no, I, I totally agree. I, I do have some lyrical standouts, including that part you just played. Mm-hmm. Um, that that whole verse, he's he's talking about how... I mean, so he's he mentions Donald Sterling. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, like, who in the world going to tell Don... He says Donald Sterl. Who in the <laughs> world going to tell Donald Sterl who to put on the you can't come list? Meaning... So Donald Sterling was the like 80-year-old billionaire owner of the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team. Ooh. He was essentially like forcefully removed from ownership when voicemails or phone calls uh, between him and I don't know if it was his girlfriend, but it was a much, much younger woman whom he had some sort of relationship with. Mm-hmm. Uh, voicemails came out of... Um, him uh, using some very uncouth language, sure. um, racial slurs abound, and it was something crazy. Like he was telling her, basically, what he was telling her: if you're gonna hang out with uh, black people, just don't put it on your Instagram. I think Do I remember you, does this, this. Ring a bell? 
That does ring anyway, a bell. Anyway, very gross. Yeah. Uh, and what Killer Mike is saying is Donald Sterling, who is this literal billionaire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who, who, is, who is so powerful that they are able to tell Donald Sterling what to do? Like, kind of like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so then it gets to that line later. It's like, the man behind the man behind the man behind the throne, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, There is, I guess, one part, and I, I don't know how much I want to dwell into this because I feel like I'm a little out of my depth. <laughs> he 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 calls, Killer Mike refers to the woman who, I guess, recorded these phone calls uh-huh. as a traitor B. Oh. Which, in a vacuum, not cool. Uh-huh. I, I also want to leave some room for what's the perspective from which he's like telling the story yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but uh i guess i just do want to acknowledge that where there is still some of that there, there's not a lot of that in in run the jewels but there is still some of that like uh boys will be boys yeah. uh yeah, lyrical content a little bit though th- they do kind of like play off that in some some humorous ways later yeah but um okay i th- i have a, a lot of timestamps. Yeah. For for this one, I'll start with a, an LP verse. This is at 39 seconds. I can never not say in it with him when I'm listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I I do not rap along <laughs> while I listen to this. Yeah, but. They uh, rappers are nice, and they do this for uh, slow-tongued white people, where there'll there'll be a pause, and then they'll just like hit one word really hard, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I can join in for yeah, this yeah, part. Yeah, I'll say that line, that word. There, there's one later where I'm like, Danny, if you did not sing along with this part, I'm I'm upset with you. Um, and then and then okay, literally picking up right where we left off, this fucking verse I find so sick. In it, should have been a dentist. Mom said it pains the way to my craft expresses. Born with a little shop of horns, I can't even afford to rent it. Where's the exit? Want to talk shop? I can top it up with exactly. Ooh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> the only part you can make out without reading it is little shop of horrors, something, something. Yeah. Where's the exit? <laughs> I I agree. I mean, L like I like LP. He's he just doesn't have the flow of Killer Mike. Yeah. And I don't know but, that a ton of people do, but I I do think he deserves his his just due. Oh, for sure. He's I think Killer Mike has a a little more range vocally like he kind of goes uh, he hits different notes essentially. Um, yeah, cuz exactly. I feel like a lot of time, I mean, again, my knowledge of hip hop is extremely limited, but I feel like most of the time they kind of stay in the same range and don't go up and down at all. And Killer Mike does that. The thing that LP can do is he can do the fast verses. He does. I didn't write down the fucking timestamp for it. Maybe you have. Oh, why would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one of these songs, he does like the, this entire verse in like these triplets, and it's so fucking sick. And that's I think where he really excels is doing those fast verses, uh, where Killer Mike is just a little better at hitting different levels and being understood a little more. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's. Just kind of a little more musical. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a much, much better way of saying what I'm trying to say. You know, here's where I learned a lot of my, uh, my rap knowledge by watching bloopers of the television show community. <laughs> there was, there was a part where, uh, Alison Brie, mm-hmm. who played Annie, mm-hmm. she's 
like doing that like they're sitting around the like the study table yeah 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 and she's like doing some rap and i don't even think it was part of the show i think like cameras just happened to still be rolling mm-hmm, and they, mm-hmm. she was messing around and then uh donald glover goes you know you can use more than one note <laughs> Which I always think of as, like, because you're right, like, some rap is very, like, kind of, like, monotone or whatever. And sometimes that works, especially if you're going, like, really fast. But, I mean, yeah, Killer Mike is just, it's just, his his voice is like a pretty little bird. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he would love to hear that, too. Speaking of Killer Mike, Mm -hmm. let's listen to about 12 seconds of couple of his bars right here a revolutionary banging on my adversaries and i love dr king but violence might be necessary because when you live on mlk and it gets very scary you might have to pull your ak send one to the cemetery we open oh he says very scary yeah and then cemetery yeah. he there's just like a little like just enough stank on his like on his voice that yeah, yeah, yeah. or just like on one syllable yeah um i love the dichotomy of you know, he loves Dr. King, but violence may be necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says, when you live on MLK, because often, yes, yes, uh, often uh, MLK <laughs> Boulevard or whatever is not where you want to be at certain times of day. Yeah. Mm, and isn't that interesting? But yeah, I just, I, I love, because again, this song isn't like super overtly political, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think Killer Mike especially just kind of can't help it. The next part I was going to play was that Donald Sterling line that you uh, you had already played. Yeah. Um, so so that that's it for my timestamps. But um, like you mentioned, yeah, lo- love us love a rap song with a chorus, but it's not like a sellout. Let's get Haley Williams to do our chorus. Yeah, type of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would be fine with that. But um, uh, yeah, it's a great chorus. I'm gonna fucking play it because I think my last timestamp is uh, right around the final chorus. great chorus uh i like the kind of it kind of breaking down there and getting extremely extremely rhythmic it does really cool things in the headphones when you're listening on headphones as well it kind of pans back and forth and it's fun a fun listen a fun way to end the song but you hate it is that right no (laughs) i don't know where you got that from no, nah, you said you hate it. No, I love it. I it's love fine. lying, cheating, and stealing. Because <laughs> everybody's doing it. Not winning, though. No. I'll tell you that. No. Got no time for that. All right. Um, are you ready for track three, where we get a little international? As ready as I'm going to be. Uh-oh. Uh, off of 2021's self-titled album, this is Run the Jewels with... Ooh la la. Oh, hey. Ooh la la, are we we? Ooh la la. 
And Danny, let me play you a track from 1992. Okay. Wee wee. Hmm. That is a snippet from Gangstar featuring Nice and Smooth. The track is called Dwick, D-W-Y-C-K, off of 1992's Hard to Earn. Um, Interesting. Though Spotify says 94, so got some... uh, Somebody's wrong. Inconsistent info there, but Mm -hmm. um, listen to that whole track, that Gangstar, and I'll admit I I had never heard of Gangstar before, Mm -hmm. and that whole track is really good. And so there was something that made me go like, oh, um, either you already know these old tracks and you really appreciate that they pulled a second and a half (laughs) to make the hook for an entire song, (laughs) or you don't know that track like I did not, and you go, I'm going to go back and listen to this. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a a cool way into kind of expanding your, well, expanding my Mm -hmm. knowledge. Um, Danny... Get the sense that this isn't your favorite. It's it's fine. It's catchy. Uh, I noticed today, or no, yesterday, listening to this, that the beat and stuff doesn't really change between the verse and the chorus. And uh, I, I don't like that. And that's my I only I think that's note. kind of... <laughs> All right, well... Because I suck. I got it. I think that's kind of an old school hip hop thing where yeah. it would be a kind of a constant beat mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing and, and the vocals would change or maybe some instrumentation would come in, but like the underlying beat would stay stay consistent. I don't know where the sample's from. It, it's not credited from what I could see. So maybe it's not a true sample. Maybe it's just like, um, you know, something he pulled off of his, you know, I don't know, whatever program he's using or whatever, but um, yeah, yeah. that... There's that sample of hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he goes, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like that. That gets stuck in my head. I get that this, why this isn't your favorite. This, when this song, this was like one of the singles off their new album. Like it took me, this song had to grow on me. I didn't love it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little, a little annoying. Like they, I was like, oh, they, they went for like catchy, but it kind of was like, almost too sweet, mm, yeah, like a t- too sugary of a hook. Uh-huh. But then like the verses grew on me a lot mm-hmm. and I, I just, the, the song grew on me. And they got to tease you in the, in the video with uh, Zach De La Roca hanging out with them and, and not being on the song. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. we'll see how we feel when he is on the song. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I do like the Spotify just like, God, Killer Mike is so fucking cool. Did you? I I can't ask you this question yet because the song's coming up. But I I hope you watched something. Okay. Um, all right. So this is at uh, fifty two seconds. It's uh, at the end of an LP verse. Look alive, looking like I live life on a crooked line. Doing fine. You want maximum stupid? I am the guy. You want maximum stupid? I am the guy. <laughs> I really enjoy that because they do sprinkle a healthy dose of like not taking themselves too seriously, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, in between, Hey, uh, we're the, uh, toughest motherfuckers on the planet. <laughs> My rap is akin to an AK 47. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, I am so, so stupid, stupid. <laughs> which I, I really appreciate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I like a, a healthy dose of self deprecation used in the right way. Yeah. 
Um, and then and then now Killer Mike is going to take over. And this is the part I was saying. The end. The end of this bar. I really hope you joined in and sang along with. I think I know which one's coming. First of all, fuck the fucking law. We is fucking raw. Stay tall, tall. Oysters on the half jail. Switch it ball. Like a bitch and the pussy feet. Still fuck the raw. I'm a dog. I'm a dirty dog. Ha 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 ha. Oh, dirty bastard. I always do the ha 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 ha. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like the I'm a dirty dog. Dirty, dirty dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of that thing where it's like, I guess we have to fill this space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With something, but that that works that works for me. So you don't have any timestamps. I don't have any timestamps. Okay, well let's at least give the people the course. Let me pull that up real quick. It's a little repetitive, and so that's why I like the verses more than the mm-hmm. chorus. But I do like that kind of almost. This is us talking about music, which that's the <laughs> worst thing about this podcast. Yes. Kind of maybe like off key guitar or guitar piano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little like atonal or yeah, something. There's yeah, just like yeah. one note that doesn't seem quite yeah, right, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I like this song because it's. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but like it walks that line of being like. In the verses, they're like very, they can be very serious and like authoritative. I think like they kind of like demand respect, but they both, they, they demand it. Um, sometimes like vocally, they say like, you need to respect us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but also just like by their, by their art, by their craft. And, and like, you know, going back to 92 and pulling this little sample, it's, I, I like that they're very much students of the genre Mm, yeah yeah and i don't and this is kind of like old man talk but like how many successful hip-hop artists or or any artists really are you know huge like students of the game Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like i don't know like i think a lot of the bands we like they go back and they go oh yeah these are my influences from the late 80s and then this expanded into like this wave of the genre in the 90s and you can kind of follow it to what they're doing now yeah. and then there's bands that like we don't give a shit about <laughs> uh that are probably way more popular than most of the stuff we listen to and their influence is what else is successful at this very moment yeah 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 and and so i i like that they're not uh, you know, prisoners of that kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the moment cycle. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot with, especially beat makers in hip hop because they're pulling from so many different things. And like, you kind of got that on that. The, what the fuck was that video called that you sent me? The one from revolver secret metal secret metalhead, especially when he started uh, LP started talking more about, uh, the first beats he was making and stuff and talking about how he was like pulling from these prog records and stuff like that. And I feel like, uh, people like him have a pretty vast knowledge of like these weird, obscure things that they can pull from. And I think that's pretty great. And I feel like that happens more in hip hop. Uh, these people that are making the beats are just pulling from so many different genres, so many different eras and stuff, and not just looking to, to what's happening now, what's popular now, what offshoot of emo is popular at the moment <laughs> to, to yeah. 
you know, make, I mean, I did the same fucking thing. Like ska was popular in the nineties. And so I was in a ska band. And then when I started getting into emo, I wanted to, to get rid of ska and start playing emo. So I'm the exact, I'm that fucking thing. But, but not now. No, not, not anymore. I mean, that was definitely what I was. I mean, I feel like a lot of kids do that. Like you get into what's popular and then you yeah, of leave course. it behind. But I came back to ska because I fucking love it. Yeah. It's a cork about yeah, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it, it helps you in crosswords. Fuck, there's ska's in like yeah. every fourth crossword. I know. It's a popular one. And emo too. Um, emo, yeah. It's, it's what, Ska will be like an, an offshoot of reggae mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. and then emo will be an offshoot Not of true, punk. And I'm always like, uh, yeah. And then I'm like, for either of those really. Yeah, I mean, emo, emo came out of punk, but Ska came before reggae. Just another instance of people of color stealing music from <laughs> the white man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Also, Danny, a uh, weird choice to wear your uh, can't spell crap without rap t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got it in the mail for uh, for this episode. All right, let's let's get to the uh, to the song for which I have the most notes. Yay. Off of 2016's self-titled album, Mm -hmm. Legend Has It. What? Hear what I say, we are the business today Fuck shit is finished today RT and J, we the new PB and J We dropped the classic today We did a tablet of ashes today Lit joints with the matches and ashes away So this is off of the 1972 album Octopus, the track is Knots by the band Gentle Giant. Oh, I've heard of them. Hmm. So there you have 15 years before I was born (laughs) um, and three years after you were. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the basis of, of Legend Have It. Legend has it, which I gotta say, this song's just a fucking banger. It's a good song. It's got a James Brown. Don't yeah, don't skip ahead, fucker. I got, I'm prepared, you asshole. I didn't, just get get off. I know you didn't. I know you didn't know because you didn't do anything for this episode. So just let me handle it. Let me hold your hand, mm, like yes, the Beatles. Please. Which is a sample for our next song. Ooh, expensive. That's not true. That's oh. not true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do Do you have any uh, anything you want to say about this song before I delve into timestamps? I have two timestamps. It's the only things what? I have to talk about. The first being at thirty nine seconds. Hey, me too, our buddy. Uh, killing Mike, killing it with a flow. Uh, again, like I was talking about earlier, how he will kind of go to different notes and he's singing a little bit higher here or rapping a little bit higher. Um, and when that happens, when, when the change comes in, there's a fucking glass rhythm that's happening. It's like a bell glass bell or something. It's fucking sick. We are 
all the murderers there Dead with the jail and we murdered the murderers there Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair Used to have powder to push, now I smoke pounds of the kush Holy, I'm burning the bush Now I give a fuck about none of this shit Two runner over and out of this bitch mm. Mm. I think that might be the like perfect example from this playlist of what Killer Mike can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I I had that exact thirty nine and fifty four seconds. Just how unique mm-hmm. and like just intoxicating his cadence is. Yeah. so good. The the flow is really great there. I love the rhythm with the glass that's happening and the horns that are going. Which I don't, maybe the horns are coming from that other sample that I'm not supposed to talk about yet. Um, <laughs> But I fucking, the horns on this one just make, I fucking love them. They're great. It, I know you hated this episode, but it makes me think back to the Labyrinth episode way, way, way back when. Oh, um, yeah. Where there was that like baritone sax or something coming through. It made me think of that. There's another part. Uh, my my second timestamp is similar. But then it, it's got the, the, the glass bell thingy. It's got the horn uh, that's like hitting really hard. And then that synth kind of goes up. Back at, oh, oh, it's so well put together. I love it. So you said the first song, Run the Jewels, um, was the most full sounding song, but was that your favorite yes. beat? Um, probably not. I think this is my favorite beat because of the horns. I think the horns really, <laughs> I'm horny for horns. What can I say? Oh. <laughs> you want me to cut that? Should I cut that out? <laughs> Dante. I'm wrapped up and wrapped. Looking for anything else to do. <laughs> I got plenty to do today. I have to go to school today. <laughs> yeah, th- this beat is uh, pretty fantastic. I mean, the the next song's beat is pretty great too, mm-hmm. in in a unique way. Um, what what's your other timestamp from this? Two song? minutes thirty seconds. Okay. Let me hit hit you, hit you with it. Oh, I like that verse though. <laughs> it's a good verse. Part of me wishes that that thump kept going. It's just that that whole like yeah. little breakdown there with the thump. Do 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 thump. Do 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 do. It's fucking great. It's good. And then yeah, going into that verse, I wish the thump continued. But the verse is great, too. Did you watch the video for this song? Yes. I can't remember which one it is, though, because I watched a bunch uh, of they are they, they are in a police lineup. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did watch that video. It was funny. Video is very funny. Uh, I like the... Uh, the blind person they the bl- blind person they bring in who then looks at the notes to see how to do the <laughs> yeah, yeah. the the you know the hand yes, little hand sign um and then the like the third time they do the lineup it's just them and a bunch of cops <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's there's the a, rappers <laughs> there's a is it kind of the the gingery white guy and the big black guy um there's a really good acting moment in this video too. The apparently I'm just a sucker for this one facial expression, mm-hmm. but when they're in the holding cell, speaking as someone who's done some time, <laughs> um, there's the other guy uh, like across the room from them who opens up his jacket with all the knives, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and LP does that. He goes like. <laughs> 
he does yeah, that yeah, look yeah. like he's like well all oh, right i um yeah. <laughs> i mean while we're here yeah. um which w- enjoyed in the um spanish love songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. video and also enjoyed in the um jeff rosenstock Jeff Rosenstock, yes. yes. That that facial expression gets me every yeah, time. Yeah, just that, that second take that, uh, well, yeah, okay. Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> it's like a, a sort of like hesitant YOLO yes, face. Yes, yes. This song, okay, so this song is not, even though like the video kind of tries to be a little socially con- conscious, they have that part where the camera is like slowly tracking down um, you know, a cell block and at the bottom there's some kind of vague numbers yeah, relating yeah, yeah. to prison population. Yeah. They don't say, I don't know if that's total American prison population. It, if I can't imagine it is, it seems low to me yeah. that that would, that would be the prison population. It's I just I kind guess of giving I, a, uh, how it's grown basically since fucking Reagan. Right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Killer Mike has a song called Reagan. I think I, uh, I was, he's a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Scrolling through TikTok the other day, and uh, which I know you hate. Um, yeah, stop sending me things on TikTok. <laughs> I mean time, it. Every time something emo comes up, I got to send it to you, though. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Who's Who else is going to enjoy this with me? So far, not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking Facebook message Keith. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll start sending him things. He he seems like a guy who sends a lot of like random links to friends, so you yeah, might yeah, like yeah. it. <laughs> I was scrolling through TikTok, and I think of the video or something from uh, the song "Killer Mike" song Reagan came on, and I watched that for a little bit. Maybe maybe I'm a little bit of a bad boy. I don't know. Oh, because that would be kind of a spoil. Ah, uh, not really. We haven't um, done good boy, bad boy in a little while. All right, let's play another round of Good Boy, Bad Boy. Um, Anyway, what I was going to say is this is not one of their more like, it's not like a song of activism. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of them uh, showing everybody how sick they are. It's like just very much like we can do this at such a high level. (laughs) And this, God, this song might be my favorite song of theirs because it's just so... It's so bad. And, and it has that sort of like aggressiveness and air of authority that like I don't have mm-hmm. in my day to day life. <laughs> sure, sure. But like it's just a song of like such earned confidence. But OK, so a, a couple things I, I, I want to play from it is, again, they there's some humorous bits both in the video and in the lyrics. Uh, I'm going to go to 150. This is uh, during the end of an LP verse. You're getting used to me doing no wrong. I don't play chicken, you prick, I'm a fox. You wanna kick it, I'll give you the rise. You kiss the wood chipper blade if you bark. I'm fucking magic, in fact, I'm a war like a toss. I got a unicorn for Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's like enough with the dick references. <laughs> and that is Emily Panic, LP's wife. Oh, really? Yeah, who. I'm sure in one way or another has told him that in the past. (laughs) Um, I I really enjoy that. Um, At 2.14, there's a little bit of a break. And the crowd goes... And the crowd goes...
And that is taken from a live Spotify session they did. Oh, cool. Which is, yeah, not bad. Yeah. And then the other the other sample that you weren't allowed to to know yet. Let's see. It is it's near the end. Mm-hmm. All right. We're at 251 here. Every day's golden when you only win. Bullying bastards and beating on beat. Sounds like a day at the beach. Bridge. I keep the middle school step on your feet. Before you can speak, We move on one on So that. Right? You hear that? Mm-hmm. Let me play. I know you've, you've spoiled it for yourself. I do not want to play. Blink-182 Spotify, but I understand why you'd think that. <laughs> so so this is what created that little... <laughs> just that. Just one note of James Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Sample me, LP. Uh. Yeah, Danny makes weird noises. <laughs> and uh, the last thing I'll play is Killer Mike's Closing... I mean, I just want to play this whole song. Like, every verse is good. Here's, But here's how Killer Mike closes it. It's the last eight seconds of the song. We like to thank you for choosing our crew. And that's from the crew you can trust. Warranty plus for fucking shit up. We are the no-gooders, do-gooders, known of the dancers and dealers and doers of dust. Warranty plus for fucking shit up. <laughs> I love that phrase so much. <laughs> like, there's so much more confidence and cool in that one mm-hmm. turn of phrase than anything I have or will ever do. <laughs> Cut to me getting like pulled over later today and just being like, God, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm mister. Sorry, I'm I mean, sorry. You, oh, blue, blue stripes down my hoodie or something. <laughs> you could shoot me if you want to. But by the way, have, have you heard of grunt style? I don't think I have. And I, I haven't texted you about it, right? No. There was a store here in town, a little like clothing shop, and it's there was a sign outside that said "Grunt Style is here." It's like, what the fuck is Grunt Style? Yeah. And it's basically stolen valor for Midwesterners. Uh-huh, like that's uh-huh. the style. It's just any like shitty T-shirt or hoodie with like some sort of American tattered American tattered flag. Looking, yes, yes. But instead of stripes, it's guns or mm-hmm, the, some mm-hmm. shit like oh, just oh, grunt style. And it's just it's all this like bullshit military aesthetic. Gross. Really gross. gross. Very gross. Oh, there was one other sample I, I wanted to play in in that song because uh, it, it's someone that I think everybody likes. So let's see. I think this is, I think it starts right at the beginning. So I'm just going to play the start of the song and like seven seconds in, you're going to hear a scream. Okay. Do you hear that scream? The like, uh, sound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just like, uh, yeah. I can't I can't do it because I'm not a professional singer like this man is. Um that is Biz Marquee, rest oh. in peace. Uh featuring on a Big Daddy Kane song. Um I forget what the song's called. Let me dial it up. It's called Just Rhyming with Biz, which is uh what rap songs were called in 1987, <laughs> the year I was born. Yes. I'm just rhyming with my friend here. <laughs> just rhyming. Okay, ready for the last track? Yes, sir. 
obviously this had to build up to a Zach De La Roca mm-hmm. feature. So the song starts with a, oh, I guess I should say what the we song should, is. From 2014's yeah. self-titled album, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. Run them jewels fast, run them, run them jewels fast, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, fuck the slow-mo. How do you do that? How does one do that? Well, for me to count to fuck, it's usually around like four to five seconds. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so it's an oh fuck. <laughs> this starts with a uh, a looped vocal from Zach De La Roca, which at the very when I first heard the song, I thought he was saying running too fast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then i was like oh it's running jewels fast Mm -hmm. and then then. i learned it was (laughs) run them jewels fast Mm -hmm. so i went on a real journey with this (laughs) loop um it really sounds like he's saying running but uh yeah run them run them um did did you watch this video I did watch this video. This video fucking rocks. Yeah. Yeah. It it's uh it's black and white. It is a like four minute wrestling match between <laughs> a, a a white male police officer and a uh a a black male in his, you know, mid twenties or something. Mm-hmm. It this is this is a very socially conscious song. Mm-hmm. The video does have one good joke, I would say. <laughs> I don't, and I think it's meant to be a joke. I think maybe not so much meant to be a joke, but made to illustrate the ridiculousness of mm-hmm. the situation, both in the video and then like grander, obviously, in, in our society. Okay, I'm glad you watched it because I was going to suggest a watch together had you not. Oh. What do you think of this beat and relying so heavily on a vocal loop? Don't like it. I, wow, it it's, it it annoys me. The, like before the beat starts, when it's just Zach doing his thing at the beginning. Yeah, cool, fine. But that run that run that however what however it's I'm not gonna fucking even try. Um, but the loop. Oh, of so you it, haven't listened to it yet? <laughs> the loop of it, I don't like it. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's speed through this then, um, Danny. Pro police brutality. I am not pro police brutality. But you don't like Fuck. this. I I didn't. I the song is fine. I don't like the loop. Hmm. Objectively, I have a timestamp. Objectively wrong, but okay. Well, yeah. What's your timestamp? Fifty six seconds. Oh, can you go back to fifty three? Can we'll just because I have one at fifty three. Sure. Police motherfuckers or take over a jail. Get them see your bail. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torching. Where the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them. We killing them for freedom because they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good was that, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. So when he says, I think, fuck it, the Lord will sort them, mm-hmm. makes me think of a, there's a propaganda song where he says, kill them all and let a Norse god sort them out. It made me think of that. Well, I, I guess that was the propaganda song was probably also a play on the. It was um, like during the Crusades, maybe. 
It was something with a bunch of Catholics. <laughs> They're always involved somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it was like, look, some good Catholics are going to die, but the Lord will sort them. Like, that's uh, not, that's, that is relieving ourselves of the, you know, the burden of morality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's using that same philosophy mm-hmm, against mm-hmm. the authority here, this time the authority being uh, law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. So is that saying, uh, this is me being, I guess it could go either way. Uh, is it saying like, that's the cop's defense is, well, I'll just kill him and, and the Lord will sort him out whether they're good or bad. No, I, I think, well, let me, let me pull it up. I think what killer Mike is saying there is, you know, you turn, turn it on, uh, turn it on the cops and, Mm-hmm. He's he's acknowledging that there's some you know good good law enforcement, but it's not up to him to decide who it is because it's such a widespread systematic yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I believe that's what he's saying. Okay, okay. Let me speak with a little more accuracy here by clicking one thing. <laughs> Um, that whole verse is so good. Killer Mike really fucking shines on this song. Yeah. Yes. So he says, he says, when you gonna unite and kill the kill the police motherfuckers or take over a jail, give them COs, uh, so correctional officers hell. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck the warden? And when you fight him, we don't kill him. We just waterboard him. So it's it's taking all of these unethical shit that yeah those in power have been doing, flipping it on them. And yeah. then saying it's not up to us to like vet out Figure the out good which ones. Which one's good, which one's bad. Right. We're just gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking good that yeah. and, and that's not even the the best verse of the song. And then <laughs> LP comes in with a verse that I think is fine, but it's like he has this line, I'm a I'm a New Yorkian, I'm fucked from the jump. I wear my Yankee so tilted I actually walk with a hunch. And it's like maybe this is him getting out of the way and like letting killer Mike Mm-hmm. kind of take the lead on this but i don't know it it's just his his verses seem a little weak in comparison mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. okay my my next uh verse i want to play starts at 209 do you have anything prior to that uh no last thing i have to talk about is uh zach's verse at the end okay so i'm gonna play 209 this is the f- fourth verse so LP in his previous verse says, this fucking island's a prison. The only solace I have is the act of conjugal visiting. And then Killer Mike picks it up from there. Fucking island's a prison. The only solace I have is the act of conjugal visiting. My solitary conditions preventing conjugal visits. Domain and missing my missus. They keeping me from my chilling conditions. Create a villain. The villain is giving vision. The vision becomes a vow to seek vengeance on all the vicious liars and politicians. Properties of the prisons. The forehead engravers and slavers of men and women. Including members of clergy that rule on you through religion. So strip your kids to the nude and then tell them God will forgive them. Give them. Woo! Um, so halfway in that, through that verse, so he, so he's talking about being in prison. He's away from his wife and children. 
He says, conditions create a villain. The villain is given vision. The vision becomes a vow to seek vengeance on all the vicious. So, oh, gross. I sorry, I can't help but say it in like kind of yeah, to, to the yeah. rhythm of the song. Um, liars and politicians, <clears throat> profiteers of the prisons, um, the forehead engravers, enslavers of men and women. Like j- just the fact that we we over incarcerate and this creates more issues. Yeah then it solves and it creates people that want to then lash out and and fight against this authority that verse is that verse i think to me might be the highlight at least lyrically of the whole playlist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't look that much into the lyrics which is kind of stupid and i don't know maybe i just just like i'm not going to understand this stuff to a degree and i don't know talking about it now makes me kind of regret especially on this song because we've been talking about the lyrics so much but it makes me kind of wish i would have dug into them a little bit more because i didn't even look to what uh like the the last zach's verse is about at all um but that's those two verses that we talked about are really fucking powerful yeah and i'm kind of regretting not looking into this a little bit more yeah i i think you would have been able to wrap your head around what he's talking about here i I mean it's pretty like it's straightforward it's super creative um and he never like strays from his flow it's not like he has to you know change how he delivers to like deliver the message yeah to fit in some word or whatever yeah and like he, I mean, he still has really great word, though mainly missing my misses. They keeping me from my, and he says, you know, chilling. Um, mm-hmm. Conditions create a villain. The villain is given, vi- like, it's just, it's so good. And it, there's so much packed yeah. into, you know, what's a 20 second verse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know for sure the the last line including members of clergy that rule on you through religion, and then LP comes in, so strip your kids to the nude and tell them God will forgive them. Mm-hmm. Just like this song's not about uh, the Catholic Church and how horrible <laughs> they are, and then he was just like, yeah, but why not this this one yeah, line? Just a, yeah, we'll give them a, just one jab. <laughs> a big fuck you to like every piece of um, kind of accepted authority, the, yeah, the, yeah, the church yeah, and yeah. law enforcement. All right, should we skip ahead to Zach's verse? Sure, sure. So I think that starts um, at 240? Is that mm-hmm, what you have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, did you want to did you want to intro it or I was a little let down by his verse. The live video I sent you, it is much better on there. Personally, I feel like he's cuz whenever you see Zach De La Roca like as a credit on something, you're like you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You expect to of fucking hard hitting verse that uh, is just going to like open up, open up your mind and make you think. And it doesn't have the same oomph that I'm used to with him on this, this verse it did live on that live video. It was fucking sick, but this, the recorded version doesn't have that same uh, back behind it or whatever. Sure. Um, I, I don't disagree. I, well, let's play it and then, we can chat. Hey, run him, run him, run him, run him. It's Taylor on the cut, looking six 
on your stitching crew I'm miles ahead of you, you can sip my pictures through My battle status is burning matches from Dallas to Malibu Check my resume, your residence is residue Color skin top, and my honey dip will backflip for you You playing God, your eyes socket, she gon' rip it too We sick of bleeding out a tray, spraying victim you Dunk dying, fill up 8K, dicking you The clips in the bottom, we dipping from Gotham Yes, eclipsed by the shadows, a dark dance to the coffin I'm a fellow with melanin, suspect of a felony Rip like rock in my law, fans is checking my melody Less aggressively tested with bump stretches and penalties Um, cases we're facing a cop, please when we season a pump With reason to dump on you global grand dragons Still piling fast bucks, Afghani toe tagging Now they tracking me, yeah we busting back See, the only thing that close quicker than our caskets be the factory So, let, mm-hmm. l- I, I will start with the good Okay. There, there's some lines I like. I like my my battle status is burning mansions from Dallas to Malibu. Check my resume. Your residence is residue. I like that. <laughs> I also like with clips in the bottom. We dip in through Gotham. Gotham, a uh, city of villains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, eclipsed by the shadows, a dark dance to the coffin. I like that. The the I'm a fellow with melanin, suspect of a felony line. And then the last line, the only thing that close quicker than our caskets be the factories. Those two lines remind me of Battle of L.A. rage songs that mm-hmm. kind of force in... It's like heavy-handed in a way... like. Killer Mike's message lands so smoothly because of his delivery. Yeah. Zach De La Roca's delivery seems very labored. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the context of a rage song, it works because the obviously the music is different and he's the only vocalist. Yeah. I don't really think he can rap next to Killer Mike and, and even LP <laughs> and and hang. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I love Zach. Rage Against the Machine was huge for me and i still love rage but yeah. i he's he's just the third best on this song sure sure yeah yeah and it, it just listening to him rap it he doesn't have the usual uh it doesn't sound like he's putting as much effort into it as he normally does like any other hmm. time i've heard him guest on you know the, like the uh he guests on the second black alicious album he guests on uh the first two saul williams albums I, I think the first one's actually just a sample of him but and then like uh when he's on uh even like one day as a lion like he yeah. puts so much in it and he sounds so angry <laughs> and furious and here it, especially starting the verse with uh what does he say? Like Zach, Zach on the mic or Roka on the mic or something like that. He says I'm it's Dela. Like, he says it's Dela on the cut. Dela on the cut. Like it's that's 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 as bad as saying my name is Zach and I'm here to say. Yeah. <laughs> to me, anyway, it it just doesn't hit as hard as as I expected it to. Um, and I on I think it was on the um, Secret Metalheads video. They I think they played another. A song that featured him and it sounded more like what I was expecting. I wonder if when he's doing his own thing, when it like, like you say, one day as a line, which mm-hmm. I, th- I thought was fine. It's okay. Yeah. Um, 
but it's still him. He's still like the driving creative force behind it. I wonder if when he's doing something like this, he's trying to fit into something that isn't his. I mean, like you say, he's not being totally himself, or maybe he's like holding back or trying to be yeah. a little different. And 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 you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's he's thinking he's serving the song better, mm-hmm. which you know, I guess that's a matter of opinion. Sure. Um, but yeah, I I I don't I don't love it. It's, I mean, when you listen to the second and fourth verses, which are, you know, Killer Mike led, and then you Mm -hmm. listen to that and you just go, I wonder if Killer Mike had one more verse in him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that probably would have been better. But but overall, I I think that song fucking rips. I really like, I really like the beat, the... I find the the vocal loop to be catchy throughout, and it, it doesn't like distract me or anything. Like it kind of like like during the verses, it fades in the background of me, and I don't really hear it. I especially when you were playing them, and I'm listening to them through the headphones. I had a really hard time focusing on anything other than the the beat. <laughs> you get you gotta you got to train that lizard brain to yeah, yeah, know yeah. there's more going on. Maybe if you got more into the lyrics, it would like pull maybe, your focus I mean, in a different way. Listening now, like having a better understanding of what it's about, maybe it'd be easier, but, but yeah, like I just did. There's something about the, t- cause he, he's got such a high pitched voice. Yeah. And it's just kind of like <laughs> in my ears the whole time. Um, all right, well, that's that. That is that. This was this was fun. It was extremely for who? <laughs> for me, it was fu- it was extremely challenging though, because this is a world that I'm not all that familiar with. We could talk about rock bands all fucking day. Well, we have been. We have been, and or even fucking pop stuff. Like we talked about Taylor Swift for two fucking hours. But um, so this was a challenge. It was hard for me to pick up timestamps and stuff. And it's something that I would be interested in doing again. No, he Dante's saying no. He doesn't. No, we're going to stick to stick to rock stuff. Yeah, I'm going to. I mean, we are doing a month of Coheed. So, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> um, it, it like I said, it was hard for me to take notes and stuff. Um, I don't know how much I'll listen to them outside of this i might check out the first album to see what that's like because that's the one i liked the most as far as like the instrumentation goes and stuff and see if there's more of that on there um i'm gonna go right down the middle a solid 3.0 i i feel like i can't give them lower than that because it is fucking good i think i think the lesson here and this is like kind of why i liked it because not only did it get me out of my comfort zone as far as like you know guitar driven bands mm-hmm but um, even with even with rock music, I don't listen to the lyrics that much. But you have mm-hmm. to. You have to yeah. rap because it's yeah. so much more important. It's so much more vital. And so I think the lesson is if we do rap again, you got to pull up their lyrics while you. you yeah. Know, yeah. That listen. was a big thing was like because I was sitting there listening to it. I'm like, well, there, uh, there's no riffs. Like, what am I supposed to do a timestamp on here? <laughs> Like all of my timestamps. So there was a couple things where I was talking about the the flow or whatever, but like most of my timestamps are like, that synth sounds cool. I like that they're using horns here. Right. Shit like that. So I don't know. <clears throat> uh, 
Hey, man, you're from Elk Grove. Like, what are you supposed I'm to do? I'm from Elk Grove, California. Like, come on. Well, I may not be regretting my next choice. You don't have to give me a new band. Oh, I'm not giving you a band? No. Bye. <laughs> because next week is anniversary episode. Then get up, kids. Or possibly flip that if I edit this episode really fast. Um, probably not going to happen. <laughs> And then yeah. we're into December. Kohi Decembria. Kohi Decembria. So, yeah, you don't have to give me a band yet. Okay. So sweet. Uh, then I won't. Okay. Bye. J- join us next time for whatever we're doing next week. Thanks, everybody. My waves are going. They look fine. I think they'd make a good app. Only the waves. Nothing in the waves. The content is still trash, yeah.